This is In Touch with In Touch. Join us as we create a path to a healthier planet by delivering sustainability solutions that reduce energy usage, drive profitability, and simplify facility management. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of In Touch with In Touch. I am your host, Tyler Kern. It's a pleasure to have you all along with us for this episode of the show. Today, we're talking about six KPIs to effectively track your ESG strategy. We're going to dive in and explain those six strategies in depth. And today, joining me, we have two experts who are going to be helping us break all of this down. First, we have Todd Brenniger. He's an executive vice president of sales and marketing at In Touch. Todd, welcome to the podcast. It is uh, You are back for another appearance, and we're, we're pleased to have you on, sir. Hey, Tyler. Thanks for having us and uh, good to be here. Excellent. It's, it's great to have you on again, Todd. And joining us for the very first time is Melissa Parsons. She's the Director of Marketing at InTouch. Melissa, welcome to the podcast. We are so happy to have you on. Thank you, Tyler. Melissa, with this being your first time on the podcast, why don't you just introduce yourself to the audience a little bit? Tell everyone a little bit more about who you are, your role at InTouch, and, uh, and that sort of thing. Melissa Parsons with Marketing, as you said. So, Thank you. I joined the company a couple of years ago. I really wanted to make a difference in climate change and the environment and help companies achieve their ESG goals. So when the opportunity arose and I talked with our CEO, John Bullen, about it, it just seemed like a really good fit and I made the move. So I have uh, loved it ever since I joined. Every day is just like coming home. I love that. I love that. That's that's really great to hear. And and Todd, I know you've made a, an appearance on the podcast before, but just reintroduce yourself to the audience quickly for us and uh, and tell everyone a little bit about your background and your role there um, yeah. at InTouch. Todd Brinegar, uh, I run uh, sales, uh, marketing, and productization commercialization uh, for InTouch. And and my goal at InTouch is to be able to leverage data and present that to prospects and customers so that they can make value decisions in their EMS and sustainability strategies. And I think that the tools that Entouch brings to the marketplace are really unique and valuable. And, and that's one of the things I'm, I'm really excited to talk about sustainability uh, through KPIs today. But I also want to say, Melissa is, is doing herself a bit of a disservice. The reason we're able to have these programs is because of Melissa, who is really dynamically driving our marketing organization and really putting out content that, that the marketplace as a whole is able to use and, and digest. Excellent stuff. Well, we are thrilled to have both of you here on the podcast today. And um, yeah, really excited to, to hear more from Melissa here as well. So Todd, let's let's start off just by talking about the, some background on ESG strategies, because this is something that really entered the mainstream 15 years ago. How have you seen companies kind of changing their approach to their shareholders and stakeholders and, and just generally um, adjusting as a result of ESG strategies? Great, great question. Uh, great framework to get us started here, Tyler. So if you look today versus eight or 15 years ago, ESG is, is really at the forefront of sustainability. When you look at, um, at the SEC, they're tracking sustainability in public companies. Uh, so there is a sustainability quotient out there that they're starting to look at. Investment groups such as Blackstone and others have sustainability teams that are looking to drive um, sustainability programs, which start predominantly with ESG uh, and energy savings and optimization in their portfolios. So really uh, over the last eight years, but really the last three years is where it's gaining significant traction. I think today companies are trying to determine 
um, what, how they can invest correctly to execute a sustainability and ESG program. And I think that's why one of the things of today's talking about the KPIs is really uh, exciting and, and, and important for the marketplace so that they understand that there is an end profitability and operational success route to ESG strategies and sustainability strategies. Mm. I think that's that's really, really well put, Todd. And, and Melissa, I wanted to ask you one just kind of introductory question before we jump in and, and talk about those KPIs. But it seems like this is really a topic that you are passionate about, uh, about sustainability. Um, and it's one of the things you love about Touch. So how can the right ESG strategy really help unite and empower a team? It sounds like that's something that you've really done quite a bit of in your excuse me, in your time at in touch, how, tell me about how maybe you can empower a team with the right ESG strategy and maybe a little bit more about how you've done that. Okay, so empowering is really educating more than anything else and helping people know how to educate their other team members and their management teams to how important it is to make a change, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, um, to live in a cleaner environment. And when you look at multi-site operators, which is what our focus is and who we really like to reach out to, to make a difference. It's amazing the amount of greenhouse gas emissions that come down using ESG strategies, how much their energy bills are reduced, how much profitability they start to add to their bottom line. So instead of energy being a cost center, it's still a cost center, but they're able to save so much and make and use the money that they've saved towards other operational goals and achievements that they want to make within their company. Um, a lot of times, especially in the last couple of years, we've seen companies use that savings and apply it to uh, lost margins that happened through the pandemic and let their company still survive and thrive. So mm. yes, I do. I do have a, a dear passion about climate change and to see what InTouch does, I can't say it enough. I can't talk about it enough. And I really do truly get excited over the changes that we can make for people in their companies. Yeah, that's uh, th I think that's very well put. And, uh, and you can feel uh, the excitement and the passion you have for this topic. And so I, I think with that, let's jump into these six KPIs that we want to cover here on the podcast today. And Todd, we want to start off with you and, and talk about energy use per facility and enterprise level. Tell us a little bit about that KPI and what we can learn from that. So the most significant environmental KPIs are the ones that evaluate your business performance on an energy use the rooftop unit or RTU and a neat ESG strategy should identify how much electricity you're using right now mm. and allow for easy comparison against profitability as well as provide reviewing of all facilities enterprise-wide through one portal. And, and touch. we actually do that by having a single pane of glass for you to look at. In order to create effective sustainability goals, there needs to be some sort of measurement system. You can track the progress over time while utilizing the resources as efficiently at every possible turn. So when you look at our portal and you look at the way we deliver valuable data and actionable data to a customer, we look at anomalies and we turn those anomalies into actions that the customer can take to optimize their system. Excellent, excellent stuff. And, and obviously, um, Todd, we know that, that 
things like HVAC represents a, a large portion of, of energy consumed in a building, right? And so that that further emphasizes the importance of being able to track that data, right? Just the, the amount and, and the overall percentage of an energy spend that that, is, that, that, that represents for uh, some of these buildings, right? Well, yeah, it's not just tracking it. It's having mm-hmm. a baseline and then looking at your cost avoidance or your ability to economize going forward. And that's track, uh, it's set points. It's understanding that, hey, you have to change your filters every four months or whatever uh, maintenance, preventive maintenance program you have and making sure that works in the operations of your business. We have a customer that once they went live on our system, we were, we were able to track down that they hadn't been changing their filters. And once they changed their filters, it totally changed the energy profile of the organization. Wow, that's that's incredible. That that's a, what a great example um, uh, of how important that you know things like that can be. I think that's that's really really well put, Todd. Um, let's move on to our second KPI here, and Melissa, we're going to turn to you for this one, and it is the ratio of expected energy saved to actual use. Tell us what this means and, and a little bit more about this KPI. Right. Thank you, Tyler. Um, so measuring the ratio of the expected energy saved versus what you actually spent in your energy is what reveals the ESG insights for companies. Um, For example, we can help a business determine if their current program is in line with energy management milestones and then take a look at what's not working or running efficiently within their portfolio and then do a calculation. And and we're more than happy to do that for them. Um, The calculation is fairly simple. One, they could do some research and study and figure out how to do it, or they can just jump on our website at intouchcontrols.com and click on the take the assessment and answer a few questions. And then we send an email report to them that helps them understand where their current energy use is and the possibility of how we could decrease that uh, for them. And then this will give them an idea of what they're looking towards and how much of a difference it can make within their ESG strategy. The second way is to to engage with us a little bit further and do a pilot, right? Let us look at your energy uses, your utility bills over the last 12 months, um, place our product within their stores, just a couple of them, and let it run and see what return they get. Um, It really, when you look at what they expect and what they've been using, it's incredible the savings that we can provide to them. Uh, And then really implementing that energy management program to provide what they need for their ESG goals, we can help with that reporting back. So if they're working towards some investment goals uh, for, excuse me, for their investors, then we can provide that reporting and that actionable data of the change and how we help to improve that and how they're meeting their ESG goals. Um, Also putting a system in, you can see when you overlay another uh, energy type program or you implement other ESG initiatives, we can provide that reporting back to tell you how it how um, it produced and the findings and the results. So um, that's a lot about actual versus um, expected energy, but um, really looking at those utility bills and seeing what we can do for them is a great starting point. I like that. I like that a lot. Let, let's talk, Melissa, about the third KPI on our list today, and that is greenhouse gas emissions deriving from energy used. Let's talk a little bit more about that and, and what that KPI represents. Right. So this is probably one of the more challenging KPIs because there are so many different ways to measure greenhouse gases out there. 
and the emissions. And even when an amount has been derived by analyzing your current energy use, and um, not all your locations are going to provide the same data because they all pull differently or they have different weather patterns or in their different regions. So you have to look at those. Um, we're able to do that analysis and help a little bit, but for facility managers and companies, sometimes getting the time to measure those and the data is so difficult uh, with all the responsibilities on their plates. But when you take the time to measure the really great results that come out in hard facts, because InTouch is such a data-driven company, we can provide that information to be able to see the difference and make a business case for executives. Um, to, to start that ESG and to prove that the facilities team is the place to start with those programs. But, um, you know, as far as in touch and what we can do for you is really calculate those greenhouse gas emissions. We use the EPA system. Um, Environmental Protection Agency is our milestone in our calculations for it. Um, as I mentioned a minute ago, getting those 12 months of utility bills and taking a look at them helps in this area as well. InTouch's mission statement is really, um, the goal is to improve profits in the planet, just one building at a time. And that's how we look at things, just one building at a time and how we can do and what we can do to improve those. So we can really help understand that full impact of greenhouse gas emissions and make a difference, not just you know in your business, but in the planet as well, even though we really stay focused on that business and the business opportunity with customers and clients. Mm. Are you finding that more and more customers are setting um, emissions goals for themselves or are more curious just about what their greenhouse gas emissions are and, and wanting to set goals and targets in that in that realm? Is that something that you've noticed at all? We have. Um, really, since ESG became more popular, as Todd was mentioning a little bit ago, in the last three years, you're really seeing investment companies look at ESG and make those initiatives and take those movements. And through the government, um, they're making it more prevalent. And um, just we hear more and more about the investor pressures that are put on them to achieve ESG goals. And some companies are not investing in company um, businesses that are not taking action with ESG. That's a great, great point. Great point. Todd, let's turn back over to you and talk about value added to the economy through cost avoidance. Talk to us about that KPI and, uh, and what we can learn from that. You know, cost avoidance obviously is a key to sustainability. This year, NTouch customers will enjoy over $42 million in energy savings. $42 million. Wow. That's so, a big number. That's just through the energy savings. Now, that doesn't include extended life of their assets, of their RTU assets. It doesn't uh, include maybe lower preventative maintenance and look at operational reductions of running trucks to go change a thermostat in a, in a facility. We do that on a single pane of glass. So let's, let's boil that down to what Melissa just talked about. Um, one building at a time. So we look at savings per site. And when you, you look at if we can save an organization 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 per location per year, think about that. That's equipment. That's more staff. It's more uh, 
programs to train your organization to be more effective in meeting customer goals. So when when we look at this, you know, we talk about the you know, trickle-down economics. This really isn't trickle-down economics. These are hard numbers that an organization can put to use to grow and to make themselves more competitive in the market. $42 million is a big, big number. That is a that is an absolutely massive number. That yeah, that's that's a really great point, and I think a great way to to bring that up. And um, that leads us kind of into to KPI number five, and that's investments investment costs versus savings. Todd, break that down for us as well. Yeah, Tyler, it, it's really critical, and, and it's vital to track investment costs against savings. What that does is conclusively shows the ROI against current improvements and implementation programs for your sustainability goals to be met with success, whether those aim to be reducing greenhouse gases or simply boosting your environmental awareness. The costs associated with taking no action against the problem will always be more expensive than putting forth some of the effort each day towards achieving these objectives. Every moment spent doing nothing but resting on past accomplishments is wasted time, and we call it cost of inaction. It's how much money are you wasting today by not making that investment going forward? Man, that's that's really really well put, Todd. And I think I think um, really kind of drives home the the importance of of taking action now. And I wonder, just when you have these conversations with people, do you have to um, sometimes remind that certain investments pay off slower than others? Some take longer. That sometimes patience is required, but but that's just kind of part of the conversation that you have to have around these investments. Um, actually, the, the uh, I'm not sure the the phrase patience is required is ever in our customers or our lexicon. What we look for is immediate savings. We have a, a, a customer we're working with, and they want a they want to build a baseline over a three month period. And what we communicate with them is once we're in and operational from day one, that's the baseline because we're actually affecting energy savings from day one. It's not a gradual uh, build. It happens on day one. And then it's additive after that. So the baseline is really, what did that facility do last week versus this week? And and so our customers are looking for immediate return on um, investment and being able to track that. Excellent, excellent stuff. Let's let's hit up our sixth and final KPI here today. Um, Todd, you've done a great job breaking these down alongside Melissa. Todd, tell us about consumer responsiveness to improvements and, and what that means and why that's such an important KPI for us to track. Actually, I'm going to pass that one to Melissa. She wants to talk about that one. Today. Let's do it, Melissa. All right, I do. Uh, this is something I'm very passionate about because I came out of retail for so many years. I've worked at retail corporate and I studied people and consumers. And so when, you know, everybody loves to boast about their improvements and um, it seems like consumers are indifferent, especially to sustainability, but more and more we see that that is a milestone that they're interested in and consumers are starting to shop at places that are taking it serious and looking for their ESG goals and making a difference in the environment. So it might seem like a really small measure, but looking at those customer complaints and comments and keeping track of those are important because InTouch knows through our experience that um, team member and customer comfort is in, in feeling safe in an environment is essential for 
consumers and um, team members perform better. Uh, customers dwell longer. They have larger basket size. When they check out, uh, results in bigger sales and margins, right? Just because they feel comfortable and safe. So um, increasing or eliminating the comfort issues and making them feel secure in a shopping environment does increase sales and margins and get you a repeat customer. So when uh, we ask customers and team members for their comfort levels, it's important that you ask that in surveys and you get that question on surveys um, internally and externally to create a baseline so you can start to measure improvements, whether it be uh, just towards ESG or other things within your company. So once you collect all these responses and the effectiveness for improvements and what you want to do, then go ahead and use those for improvements and use that baseline and talk about the improvements and the effects that they had as you continue the surveys and researches. So improvement only makes an environment that people feel better in and they shop longer in. So. And Melissa, you, you talked a little bit about this, but I just wanted to follow up and, and, and ask something, you know, a little bit more pointed on this specifically. But but what are some ways to gauge customer responsiveness and, and really measure that in a way that, that helps lead to actionable insights? Right. So most of that is really based on asking the customers for their feedbacks and doing surveys with the employees. So those frontline workers, the ones that are talking and interacting with customers, um, it's always good to have some of the marketing research uh, when it comes time for it and ask those questions as well. But really just listen and not presume you know the answers. Mm. Excellent, excellent stuff. That wraps up our six KPIs, but we want to just kind of tie a bow on this episode and give Todd and Melissa an opportunity to give us any final thoughts that they have. So Todd, how do you want to wrap up this episode? What do you want people to walk away with and understand after they have um, joined us for this episode? Uh, um, give, us, give us just some final thoughts that people can, can take away. So really, it's the how. We've talked about a lot of opportunities, but really boost your facility's performance with a proven, valuable ESG strategy now. Really, it's critical for facilities managers, construction managers, financial executives to create a successful ESG strategy to save money. Failure to consider these rep the repercussions of social interactions, governments over building or facilities environment can cost a business time and really lead you down an expensive path in your company's budgeting efforts. Successful businesses are embracing sustainability, energy efficient practices that reduce their carbon footprint. Really, it's the key to staying in, staying in power and making sure you're not just a competitor, but you're one of your own best customers too. At Entouch, we're gonna meticulously track your success using our top list for ESG reporting metrics. Find out how you can do it by connecting with us today. Go to entouchcontrols.com. Great, great point there. Go to intouchcontrols.com for more. Melissa, anything you want to say here in closing? I know Todd covered a lot of great ground and, uh, and really tied a bow on this episode nicely, but just any final thoughts from your end um, just on, on what we've discussed today around our uh, six KPIs? So I would just encourage people to reach out, go to the website, read what we can do, how we help customers, and then engage. Take that assessment I talked about a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, see what we can do and where your milestones could change. It could be a game changer. So, and please always feel free to reach out. Melissa.parsons at intouchcontrols.com. 
Excellent stuff. And touch controls. That's the, that's the website. That's the best way to do it. Or reach out to Melissa directly. If you have questions, she'll put you in touch with people who can answer uh, your questions and get you the expertise uh, that you need. And so reach out today and uh, and make sure to get the answers that you need um, when it comes to your ESG KPIs and, and the initiatives that you have going on with your companies. Thanks again to, uh, to Todd and Melissa for joining us here on the podcast today. Uh, Todd, Melissa, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. Thanks again, Tyler. Thank you. Absolutely. And everyone, you know the website to go to, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest insights from InTouch. That is InTouch with InTouch. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts these days, you can find the podcast there. So make sure to subscribe so you stay up with the latest and don't miss an episode. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes of the show. But for this one, for my guest today, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us.